Hey everybody and welcome to Dice on 20. My name is Liz. I am your dungeon master and welcome back to session five everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I am sitting here today at this table with Ryan. Uh, William Somber Sadson. Katie. The professor, my ex, wants me dead. And Mike. Seamus McFadden, a bard with a pain for slinging some Bane, who's in a lot of pain like he got slapped by Bane. Oh, you put a lot more effort into yours than I did. <laughs> Raising that motherfucking bar. I feel the professional <laughs> professor on a level so deep. I definitely have exes that want me dead. It's okay. Yeah. I yeah. also have exes I want to kill, so. But is yours a revenant? No. Because mine really, really wants me Whole dead. Oh, another level of you are in shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back, guys. We're so happy to be back on a normal recording schedule. So hopefully you guys will get to hear this soon as possible, right after episode four. Um, let's get to it. Let me give you a little recap for where we're at. So last session, we saw our adventurers finally entered the tomb of Dragal. They solved a couple puzzles that took them a little longer than maybe it should have, but hey. Hey, leave me alone. (laughs) Maybe I'm just a tough DM, I don't know. Uh, they got themselves into a little bit of trouble with two giant snakes in which we saw the professor constricted by a giant boa and Billiam and Seamus knocked down. When it looked like we might have a TPK and have to start this campaign all over again. (laughs) A revenant who was hiding inside the tomb, deep from the professor's past, saved Billiam and the professor, or I'm sorry, saved Billiam and Seamus, and gave the professor a warning message. You're going to die, motherfucker. Oh, all right. Wow. I thought that was going to be a little bit more succinct. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. All right. Okay. All right. A little on the nose, but... Okay. Yeah, let's call it what it is. Uh, uh, we're going to start our session off right after these two lovely gentlemen wake up. And the professor is now sitting on the floor, kind of taking in the scene. Uh, all right, guys. Let's go. Billy, Billy, you're, you're all right. Professor, where's, where's those snakes? They're gone. You don't need to worry about them anymore. Oh. Are we out of danger then? Um, for the for the time being, um, why don't why don't we make um camp and why don't I let me? My ex girlfriend just saved you up both, saved us all, and let me tell you more because there's more to that story. Okay, all right. Um, yeah. Let uh, can can we take a a short rest? Let's head back to that room with the, the, the chalk and the, the other doors. Was that snake so intimidated by me? Yeah, Billiam. It was <sighs> so terrified from you. All right, let's 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 head back to that room with the chalk. Okay, yeah, you guys walk back through the door. You walk back through the room with the seven urns. Luckily, both doors are unlocked for you. You guys get back to the room that had the chalk slab in the middle you still notice all the other doors still appear to be closed. The bird door is the only one open, so hopefully nobody's come in behind you. Uh, and it seems pretty secure. You guys can take a short rest in here if you'd like. All right. Um, here, here. This this might make it a little bit better. Um, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll chant out a little limerick. We've all fought hard and done our best. Hang in there, folks, with this uh, song of rest. 
And what does Song Arrest do? Uh, so Song Arrest is a little feature that I've got that allows uh, if you or any friendly creatures who can hear your performance regain uh, hit points at the end of a short rest by spending one or more hit die, each of those creatures regains an extra 1d6 HP. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you guys can have that if you like. I'm going to walk up to the stone slab and just put my back against it and slide down it. You boys ready for story time? Sure. I like stories. This isn't a very good story, but it is my story. Um, a long time ago, um, I was young. I was in an adventure group with Pan, Takis, and Borba. Um, Borba um, is the love of my life. I miss her. I miss her so much. Um, we came to this tomb looking for gold. Takis thought um, that there might be a cool, a cool bow in here. Um, but we, we, we didn't find um, a bow. We did find this amulet. This fucking stupid fucking amulet that won't let me go. Um, I, I, I touched it. Um, I, I went to pick it up and I don't remember anything. The only thing I remember is um, burning. Burning sensation of everything in my core. Burning. And when I opened my eyes, I saw Borba on the ground burnt beyond recognition and I ran I just ran so far for so long and I just kept running until my lungs and my legs gave out Professor I'm sorry it I guess I guess I get why you've been so hesitant in here that it's painful to come back in probably more ways than one so you have my sympathies. Everything here just wants to hurt me. Yeah, I get how that uh, can feel pretty debilitating. I, I, I think I, uh, I can see where you're coming from. I, um, my ex-wife Jackie and I are no longer together. I, uh, one time I made her oatmeal without raspberries. And, uh, I think that's what did it. I, uh, I walk away to go, uh, look at another door. I can't, uh, it's too, too hard for me. <laughs> um. Uh, all, all right. I, I think we've probably all got quite a few things that we all need to unpack then. Um. Seamus, do you have a story you want to share? <laughs> not, not yet, not yet. No, no, no. Um, let's let's see what we can do to kind of, you know, shore ourselves up and take a breather for a few, and let's let's keep going. We've we've got we've got another friend to look for. You, you guys take this time. And you kind of sit in your own emotions for a little bit. You finish up your short rest. And you are back in the room that has the stone slab in the middle and all of the doors around. Just a quick recap. The doors that you've opened is the bird door. There is still a tree, a wave, a cat, and the door that you came in from. 
All right. So, hey, Billiam. Um, mm-hmm. You, uh, I guess let's. What what do we think, guys? Let's let's convene on some thoughts here. Um, looking over at the bird door that we went through, you you used that chalk and and you you drew on this little stone slab here to figure something out and put it in the the hole in the door. What, what do you think about uh, the the cat door? I don't know. You think maybe a a mouse or a, a small small fish? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think cats eat those things. I'm not uh, as familiar with animals that don't fly. Mm. Although penguins mm. are an exception, um, I guess I, I take some chalk and I uh, <laughs> I draw fish on the uh, on the stone. You draw a little fish on the stone, and a little fish comes to life, and it's out of water, unfortunately. So it's flopping <laughs> oh. around real hard on the stone. <laughs> I, I, I figure probably a, a better decision than a mouse, though. Mouse, mouse probably be I've, able to bite I, you. I have immediately. Uh, I've I've sentenced this fish to death immediately. <laughs> Um, I take up the fish and I bring it over to the, the cat door and I put it in the, the crevice that's in the door. You put the fish inside of the little cubby and on this door there were cats and you see at the bottom there was this larger lion um, that was engraved inside with its face towards the right hand side of the door. So it was kind of looking off to the side of the door and they all, just like the birds do, seem to come to life. Some of the little cat engravings hop down the door and off to the side, and the lion just turns and does that MGM roar. <laughs> and, and then the, the door opens up. Meow. You hear the, the trumpets and everything go off in the background, you know? <laughs> An MGM production. <laughs> right. All right. I think that's actually 20th Century Fox, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, we'll take sponsoring is, from either one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> is yep. this is this tomb universal? <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're open to all. Uh, the door opens up. As the door opens up, you realize that this is not a room. This is a hallway, a very long hallway. There are torches and mirrors lining every inch of this hallway all the way down. All right, Professor. You and me? Billy, you'll follow? Yeah. Um, I lead the way, but I'm going to um, take out my axe and kind of have it a little bit in front of me because the walls are lined with mirrors, and I don't want to walk into any of the mirrors, kind of like a glass castle situation, and, and just kind of stick it out in front of me as like a, a blind pokey stick. Okay, yeah. Um, as you guys kind of start to walk down the hallway, there is... A, again, there are mirrors and torches lining both sides. There is a door immediately to your right. And then farther on down, you can see that there are a couple doors farther down on the right again. And then there are even farther down some doors on the left. So it looks like you have multiple doors down this hallway. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll take a look at the first one that we see on the right. Sure. Um, and everybody roll me a perception check as well. Ooh. That's a solid seven. Also, a very, very solid seven. Thirteen. <laughs> you didn't want to join the seven crew? No. <laughs> Billiam and Seamus. As you guys are walking down the hallway, you are just kind of, you know, taking in the sights, looking at the doors, trying to figure out in your head what's going on. This has been a real rough start to your day. Mm. Uh you catch a little glimmer of something in these mirrors. What do I see? You turn to look at one, um, 
And Seamus, you see Billiam in the mirror, which makes sense. He's standing right next to you. Mm-hmm. He hmm. waves to you. What the fuck? I, I didn't do that. Um. Uh. uh let's see. I'll uh, kind of. You know. I'm gonna ask Seamus and the professor to please leave the room. Okay. Alrighty. Oh goodness. All right. Uh, for those listeners listening in, we have officially kicked Seamus and the professor out of the recording room. So, Billiam, mm-hmm. you're looking into a mirror, and you see an image of yourself waving. And Seamus is very perplexed by this because you aren't waving, and he can see you out of his peripheral vision. You start to feel this odd sensation. Almost like you're getting a little sleepy or dizzy. You're not really sure. You're starting to not feel like yourself. You're feeling a presence being pulled towards this mirror. I'm going to need you to roll. Mm-hmm. A 1 through 10 is bad. And an 11 through 20 is good. I'm going to have you roll first. And then depending on what you get, depends on what I explain next. Okay. Um, I cooked my dice. Let's see if that works. <laughs> Exactly a 10. You feel... You walk up to this mirror to examine it a little closer. You're looking into it and something... This looks just like you, but there's something not right. You feel yourself pulled into this mirror. But when you look out... You see yourself standing next to Seamus. You are a doppelganger. For the rest of this session or until your friends break you out of the mirror, you will be playing the evil version of yourself. You have all of your stats and your weapons available to you, only you will now be trying to trick and harm your friend. Take with that what you will. The group will not know what has happened to you. Okay. (laughs) Um, Should I not roll 10 then? Let's see how this goes. I'm going to call everybody back in. Welcome back, Professor and Seamus. Oh, it's it's good asterisk to be back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let me set the scene for you guys so we're all back on the same page. Seamus, you caught Billion waving in the mirror, which is odd because out of your peripheral vision, there wasn't. Billion's not waving. And you see what looks like you standing behind Billion in the mirror? Which also makes no sense. You kind of like, you're sitting there and you're staring at it and Billiam passes you and walks right up to the mirror and he looks at it really close and he's standing there for a couple, longer than you like you should. Well, I'll, I'll walk up to him and say, Billiam, what, what the hell's going on? You go to take a step forward and you find that your body can't move. Shit. It's almost like you've been frozen here. Your eyes can move around. You can see things. You're breathing. You feel like your vocal cords are working, but nothing's coming out. But you go to move your limbs, and you can't move. You're stuck for maybe two minutes, and then all of a sudden, you still, your brain is trying to move forward, and you eventually just kind of stumble forward. You can move again, and you see Billiam just turns around from the mirror and goes, That's, that's really weird. 
what what the fuck just happened uh i was like looking into the mirror and the the billion men there started talking to me trying to convince me to to switch places with him he he had it was a good offer he offered some very good oatmeal oh god um, damn it homemade you know small batch good stuff um but i i just i ignored him enough and eventually i'm back here it felt really weird though professor seamus did everybody stop moving for two minutes or yeah so what yeah it felt like we couldn't do anything right I'm confused. What I so all I was able to do was look around and glance at Billiam staring at the mirror. What happened to you? I was just stuck here too. So I think the mirrors are bad. Uh all right. Maybe we just got to chalk it up to some craziness in this tomb i would just not look at the mirrors look yeah straight and don't they might try to talk to you just don't look at it all right all right good point good plan why don't we all look at the ground and um i'm gonna keep using my axe as like a don't fucking run into the wall or run into anything why don't we just look at the ground and keep going forward i think that's a good idea yeah and i mean you can use your axe i do want to preface this that i there are only mirrors hanging framed on the walls I know, but I don't want this to be like those glass house situations where you just fucking walk into something and you don't see it. Totally fair. Totally fair. Okay. Uh, and we can circle back to Seamus. You had originally asked to go and see if you could look at that first door on the right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you walk up there and uh, there's just a door. I'll try to open it. Uh, the door opens. And as the door opens, an arrow flies to your head. Everybody roll initiative. Son of yeah. Professor, what'd you get? I rolled a 19. Okay, Billiam? Got a 17. Okay, Seamus? Uh, that is a 13. Uh, okay, I am going to have you go before... Okay, hold on. Actually, I'm going to have you go after. Just to make this initiative. You guys both got a 13, but I think their dex is slightly... My dexterity is 18. Oh, just kidding. Okay, <laughs> Seamus, you're going first. Uh, Gotta steal that initiative. Uh, I was trying to like save it because it would have been better because now you guys are just gonna have to face the two groups back to back. I tried to make them in two groups so that way you guys didn't just continuously get attacked. But... We tried to womp the DM and we got whomped ourselves. Yeah, I tried to help mm. you and then you guys just said fuck you. Well, All the right. dice said fuck you. True that. And I'm not a liar. I'm not gonna lie and fudge dice rolls for you guys. Hmm. Be unfair. All right, uh, Professor, you this door is opened and you see an arrow shoot out past right at Seamus's face, just misses him. As you look into the room, you see that there are three skeletons holding swords in like weird loose helmets. They don't really have armor on, they're just kind of like helmets with swords. And you see that up on, it's almost like a shelf that goes around the wall. It looks like maybe this was a crypt and there was like a little platform to stand on to see the upper crypts. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. There are three skeleton archers. Okay. Um, You're first. Perfect. How much is Seamus in the doorway? He had just opened the door, so he's in the doorway. Uh, it is a larger doorway, though, so I mean, you you could go by him. Oh, okay, okay. That was my question. Yes. Um. So I am 
going to am i close enough to like charge at one of the skeletons yeah perfect I'm yeah gonna, it's not a big room i'm going to charge at the one on the right yeah so there's a group of three skeletons down on the ground so we'll just say you charge towards the one that's kind of over yeah the one the rightmost ish mm-hmm. one um i am going to question for the dm do i have to announce that i'm raging before i enter the combat or can i tell it like you can rage i think is a bonus action so you can rage yeah. during combat that's fine okay that is your bonus action right yeah. um so i'm going to um i'm gonna go into a rage and i'm gonna use great weapons weapons master and reckless attack Mm-hmm. why not go for it 19 to oh sorry uh 17 to hit yep that hits do some damage. Uh, and then uh, twelve damage. Uh, plus two for uh, raging. Raging for your then, storm war. Yep. And then okay. so you are because you went over to the right one. If you're going to use your storm war, that actually hits all three of the ones down on the ground. They're all very close to each other. You officially kill. You go up, swing, immediately knock this thing down to a pile of bones. Helmet flies off, skeleton bones break, sword clashes to the floor, one guy gone, and you do two damage to the two standing next to his friend. Yeah. Uh, Billy, your turn. All right, I'm going to. Uh, how many of them are in a single group? Are any of them within like five or ten feet of each other? Yes. So all of the the two skeletons left on the ground are right next to each other, right next to the professor as well, and then you have the three archers up on the lip. Okay, can I get within 15 feet of the lip? Yeah, you can go up there. All right, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to cast... It's like 10 feet above you, so you can like walk up and look up. Okay, can I cast Thunder Wave up at them then? Sure. All right, I'm going to get within 15 feet and I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, what is that for a... Uh, they have to all make a constitution save. Okay. Uh, so... One got a 21, an 18, and a 8. Okay, so the 8 fails, all the other ones pass. Okay. The one that failed takes 9 uh, thunder damage, if I can only read. Um, and the other ones all take half. The one that also failed gets pushed back 10 feet. Okay, there isn't 10 feet to go back, so it'll just get pushed back into the wall. They're up on, like, a little half lip. Yeah, and then I gotta roll my wild magic. Wild magic. My wild magic's out of five, and I rolled a six. Oh, getting close. It now goes to a six. Mm-hmm. <gasps> getting out of it now. <clears throat> okay, uh, that is going to be Seamus' turn. All right, so uh, those three that Billiam just hit with the Thunder Wave, uh, are they all concentered uh, around about a you know 10-foot radius sphere? Yeah. All right, then I will hopefully from this safe distance still uh, of 60 feet, yep. roughly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll uh, look up uh, at that little group uh, and give a little chant. Fight all you want. It doesn't matter. I'll end this quick with a decisive shatter. Uh, and I'd like them all to make constitution saving throws of a DC 14. All right, so they all pass. Beautiful. Uh, all right, so with that, they'll take half of my 3d8. 
Uh, so that's 12 half to 6 each. Okay. Uh, you successfully knock one of them down, and the other two look real hurt. Great. Okay. Uh, and that is going to be their turn. So you're going to see the skeleton up top. Those two that you just hit that are left are going to go first. They're going to shoot arrows down. Uh, one of them is going to aim for the professor, and the other one is going to aim for Seamus. Uh, so the first one is a 20 to hit Seamus. Oh, yeah. And then that's going to be a 13 to hit the professor. You said 13? Mm-hmm. Misses. Okay, perfect. So let me roll the damage for Seamus real quick. Oh, but reckless attack again. It's advantage. Oh, really... So honest. Oh, even worse. I know. Stop being so honest. Oh, the I'm, integrity. I'm sorry. <laughs> you uh, love to see it. Seamus, that <laughs> is going to be a six. Uh, you see an arrow comes flying at your face, and this time it doesn't miss. Hit you right in the shoulder. Ow! And then that is going to be the two skeletons that are left on the ground. They are so close to the professor that they are both also going to take swings on the professor. Now, you're, it's only the first attack that hits you, right? It's not every attack gets disadvantage or advantage on you. I'm pretty sure it's all. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. All right, so they're going to roll. All right, so we have a 23 to hit and then a 15 to hit. All of that hits. Okay, I am so sorry. That's okay. Oh, they rolled really bad on damage. Don't worry about it. Uh, We have eight damage. What type of damage? Uh, Oh, it is piercing. uh, Sorry, slashing damage. So that is going to be half to four. Yes. And that is going to go back up to the press turn. Nice. Um, are they close enough that I might be able to cleave some? No, we're not playing cleave rules here. Okay. Sorry, oh. not sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> no, no, ma'am. Okay. Um, you will fight these all individually, thank okay. you. Okay, well, I'm going to, again, go hit the one on the most right. I'm assuming it's probably close. Uh, there's only one in the center now. You already oh. killed the one on the right. Oh, okay. I'm going to go after that one, then. Um... <laughs> Gonna go after that one, and we're gonna. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, great weapons master and all that attack. jazz again. Yeah. Yep. Do I have to say that every time, or is that just assumed at this point? No, no, no. I would still like you to say it because okay. there are times you may not take it, but you can That's just say fair. I'm going to do the same as my previous turn if okay. you'd like. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Previous cool. turn applies. Ooh. Sorry. Uh, does an 18 hit? That does. Wow. Do some damage. Okay, so we're going to do uh, 11 plus my rage and aura, so that's going to be 15 damage. Yeah. All right, so the 15 damage, you knock the skeleton in the middle down, and your storm war does two more damage to the one that's next to it. So beautiful. That is going to be Billiam's turn. Billiam? <laughs> Are you with us? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what to do. Two archers, one swordsman. I'm going to go after the swordsman, um, and I never got within more than 15 feet of the archers, so I'm not within any kind of a attack up opportunity range. I'm going to back up from them a bit, hoping to spread the distance a bit and stay out within, outside of 10 feet of the person on the ground, but um, so that they can't attack me, but still there to attack them. I'm going to cast Firebolt. Okay. And you're attacking Firebolt on the one that's on the ground? Yes. Okay. Does a 21 hit? Yep. 
Nice. Ooh, 10 damage. Uh, you knock that one down. There are only two archers left. I do a big dramatic, pull my fist down and go, yes! And then do you have to, is that a cantrip or is that a spell? That was a cantrip. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be Seamus' turn. Uh, all right, could we think that possibly we'll consider the skeletons as creatures that can hear me? My melodious tones. They, they do understand all languages in known life, but can't speak. So I will say, yes, they can hear you. All right. Well, then what they're going to hear is it isn't, some... Are you speaking common, I'm assuming? Uh, likely. Okay. Yeah, they'll know it. Yeah. Uh, I will... Uh, they, they So they need not understand this uh, ridiculous insult that's headed their way. Um, I can't take any more of your fuckery. Have a vicious muggery. <laughs> uh, and I'll do that at the... Um, both of the skeletons look uh, to be about the same. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, well, 50-50. I guess I'll go for the one uh, furthest from me. Okay. And... Oh, three. Three damage? Yeah. All right. One looks like it's just barely clinging on. The helmet's been knocked off. It's missing a few ribs. Other things have fallen apart for bones that I don't know the names of. But it, it's still clinging. To Looking it, real shitty up there, bud. To its real dead life. Uh, all right, uh, that is going to be their turn. So they are going to fire two bows on the professor, since she is the one that just killed all of their friends down below. And they get advantage. advantage. I did remember this time. All right, uh, one of them is definitely going to miss, and the other one that's a 19 to hit, which I believe hits. Yeah. That's going to be five damage to the professor. Uh, what? Half, so it's going to be two. Cool. All right, uh, and that is then going to be back up to your turn, professor. So the, we got archers left, right? And they're up on like a ledge? Yeah, they're almost up on like a little, think of like a catwalk, like a little half wall kind of that just juts out. It's like a shelf, Mm. just enough to stand on. Can I do something a little wild? Because I'm assuming I really kind of can't hit them from where I'm at. Tell me what you want to do. Oh girl, I want to kind of like charge at the wall, kick like one leg up on the wall and try and like jettison my up onto that platform. I will allow you, because that is dope as hell, (laughs) to roll an acrobatics or an athletics check, whichever one is better for you. Acrobatics. Roll an acrobatics check if you get, because I mean, you're asking to do something ridiculous. If you get a 16 or better, I will allow it to happen. Okay, actually my acrobatics and athletics are exactly the same, so it doesn't matter, but I'm gonna roll anyways. Oh, 14. You run to the wall and you kick and you do get up a little bit, but you don't get high enough to swing your ax. So you run, you kick, you swing your ax, it hits the little thing, and unfortunately you do not make it. Billy, your turn. Maximum effort. (laughs) I did try. (laughs) All right, I think I'm going to um, do another firebolt. Why not? I'm going to try to stay outside of their archery range, but within my range Mm -hmm. as best as as I can, which is 120 feet. Okay. So quite impressive. Considering I have a slight chance to blow myself up every time I cast (laughs) a spell, that is very impressive that I managed to do that. (laughs) Does a 15 hit? Yes. Nine fire damage. Is that to both of them or only one of them? Uh, only to one. Okay, which one were you hitting? Uh, the one on the right. Okay. The one that's already dead? Uh, Just kidding. They oh. are now dead. <laughs> <laughs> Is now. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't, in- I didn't know you'd allow me to shoot at inanimate objects. <laughs> uh, you slice that one down. There is only one archer left above. Um, and that's going to be Seamus' turn. All right. Oh, you see what's coming for you. A uh, little bit of vicious mockery. Oh, you little broken bones up there. Little silly, broken bone bitch. Little silly little fuck. Oh, that's four damage. Psychic. Uh, is it really? It is. It no, is, it is psychic know. damage. Yes. I forgot that for a hot second. Yes. Uh, you successfully chopped them down. All of the skeletons have been murdered. Uh, you guys can exit initiative. Powdery little oh, motherfucker. Nice. So I'm guessing right. that was not the right door. Uh, uh, Professor, how you doing over there? I'm okay. I'm uh, not awful, but like I'm hurt. All right. Uh, here's a little. Uh, here's a little healing word. Um, that'll be uh, six HP. Nice. I, I guess now that the room appears to be a little bit clear, what what else is in here? Is that is that it? Uh, you guys can roll an investigation check and take a look around if you like. You know the professor wants to. Um, can I also, instead of... Oh, it doesn't matter. I get plus three for each. Okay, never mind. Well, that's only an eight from Seamus. Uh, and what did you get, professor? Not one. Oh! oh um, I mean, it's plus three, but it's still a Professor, you one. find a bunch of bones. <laughs> you're you're predisposed to, we know about the bones professor we know about them but i can name all 208 bones in the body uh seamus <laughs> as you are looking around you look through some of these crypts and you find that they have the odd things there you find two gold in there just kind of like maybe a tribute somebody put in um or somebody stashed away Ooh. you you don't really find anything else they have really rusty short swords there's nothing better than what you guys have on you their helmets seem rusted and rotted and have some decomposing hair particles still left inside so fucking nasty no i think uh no as those look like tributes i don't think i'm gonna disturb that okay perfect um yeah there's nothing else in this room all right i only rolled a four so i didn't even bother to bring it up (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. all right uh i guess let's head back out into that hallway and take another look down uh keep going all right, I'm going to stay in the room a little bit and look around a little further until both of them are about 90 feet away. They would have to, 90 feet away is a good distance. They would have to get, this room is not 90 feet. So they'd have okay. to get out into the hallway um, and you would have to be at the back of the room and then you could shoot across the hallway. All right, so um, I guess or I'll... you would be across the hallway. I'll wait till they start getting into the room because they're starting to look around. They're rolling investigation checks. Uh, and I'm going to throw a level two chromatic orb at the professor. Oh, fucking what? Um, <laughs> uh, go um, ahead and roll for that. I need oh everybody, after this, everybody roll initiative as well. Um, What do we do? What do I do? You guys all roll initiative. Okay. Oh, no. Do I need to roll anything to, like, save damage? or? Uh, nope, not yet. We're going to take care of that in a second. Oh, Just roll okay, a new okay. initiative for me. Mm-hmm. Does a 16 hit you, Professor? Yes. All right, give me your initiatives first, and then we'll deal with the chromatic orb. Seamus. Oh. oh, sorry, no, Professor, 10. 10. Seamus with an 18. 18. Billiam? That's an add one. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. All right, so 
you guys are just about to leave the room. You get out into the hallway. You're done investigating. You're getting ready to leave. Billiam's not with you. You feel, Professor, someone staring at you from behind. You turn around and you see where Billiam was standing is a creature unlike the one you've ever seen. It's blue in skin. It has red eyes. It's somehow scaly with these longer fingernails. But when they speak, William's voice comes out. I thought you uh, knew this uh, place pretty well, but it seems like you forgot a couple of key features there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can I run at him and like... Uh, we have a chromatic orb to deal with. He does get a surprise round on you. Does a 16 hit you, Professor? Yes, it does. I did roll my random uh, check. It's going to be fire damage. Okay. Oh, goodness. Um, I got to do some quick math in my head. Uh, 25 fire damage. What the fuck? <laughs> I rolled an 8, a 6, a 7, and a 4. And uh, Chromatic Jesus Orb, is that a spell? That is a spell, so I you do have to roll You are still going to have to roll your wild magic, even as a doppelganger. I've been keeping track of it separate, yep. uh, for those of you who have been wondering. 13. It did not trip it, but it didn't incremented it by 1. Perfect. <laughs> okay, Seamus, that's going to be your turn. Billiam, what the fuck? Uh, I'm going to do uh, a healing word on the professor. Uh, that is 8 HP. Uh, and then, uh, while I'm here... Maybe, maybe the real one's still in there. Uh, uh, Seamus uh, is, uh, is going to run out back towards the mirrors to kind of take a look at what he sees. I'm glad you remembered to hear your friends this time. You, <sighs> you don't mean it. <laughs> you, I don't know about that. You run back to the mirror where you saw Billiam inside, and you look in the mirror, and Billiam, you can see a Billiam in the mirror, looking out, just very puzzled. He's, he's still in there, Professor. Uh, and that is then going to be the professor's turn. Nice. I am going to fucking sprint over to where he is in the mirror. I'm going to take my axe and fucking shatter that you, glass. You sure you want to do that? Last time you made a decision and here it didn't work out so well for your friends. Still shattering the glass. Now extra hard with extra rage. Uh, yeah, you take your hammer. But not up. actually raging. You take your axe up and you smash the mirror. It's a lie. You used too much nutmeg in the oatmeal. <laughs> And I, I burst out of the, of the glass. The and glass. my hands are full of fire and I'm ready to go. The glass shatters. The real Billiam hops out of the mirror. You see that behind the mirror was almost like a little cubbyhole that Billiam was locked away in. Uh, and Billiam, I need you to roll initiative now for yourself. Ten. Perfect. Okay, uh, Billiam, that's actually going to be right then your turn. Make it right. Get him. <laughs> Only I get to make sassy comments and those were way too over the line there, bud. And I'm going to run... Can I get within 90 feet of him? Yes. I'm going to get within 90 feet of him and also cast a second level chromatic orb back on him <laughs> and do a reverse nuke. Yay. Does a 19 hit? Uh, a 19 does hit. Myself. <laughs> uh, you see when you pop out of the mirror, everybody sees too that the magical energy that was flowing through the doppelganger's hands that looked like he was looks like billion when he's going to cast the spell has faded <laughs> it's, so first of all it's lightning damage it's 48s and three of them were eights what the oh fuck so this is 27 lightning damage to oh my reverse god billion. <laughs> oh, crap. you absolutely Coming go up hot. there and 
fucking smash this man with lightning damage. Can I can I look at him and say where the fuck has this been? <laughs> the second he, he finishes smoldering, I like cool the lightning in my hands and the lightning fades from my eyes, and I dust Chromatic up my orb. pants. Do you need to roll for your wild magic? I, I do. Good point. Fifteen, I pass. Perfect. It goes up Just by keep one. Climbing. After I uh, finish smoldering him, my lightning cools in my hands and my eyes, and I slowly start to calm down. I brush my pants off, and I turn back to my friends. I'm like, so, uh, did I miss anything else? Uh, just, just, just that? Everything, everything going okay? I uh, hate you. <laughs> we'll discuss this after he's gone. Uh, that's going to be the doppelganger's turn. He can't do much now, so he is going to take two steps forward, and he is going to look straight at the professor. And he's just going to say, I can read your thoughts. And you're right. You do deserve to die. You killed your love. You hurt your friends. And no one will ever forgive you again. But don't worry, I can take places with you if you'd like. You don't have to stay here all alone where no one loves you and no one wants you. You can go away if you want. I know that's what you want. Shame is your turn. Uh, the, now, uh, I'm gonna head back away from the mirror, uh, with Billiam, and, uh, back over towards where the doppelganger stood. Uh, is, is it still there? Oh, he moved 30, 30 feet closer. He's coming towards you. Alright, uh... 27 lightning damage didn't kill him. <laughs> uh, He is still right. only 90 feet away from you. Uh, I'm going to... Well, for you, mind Uh, I'm gonna take a look, and, uh, as long as he's... Uh, correction, did you move forward? Because he also moved forward, so you are now within 60 feet of him. So I move to the mirror, uh, and then uh, on this turn, I'm moving back. Towards him? Yes. Yeah, so. you're within 60 feet now. All right, uh, I'm going to cast some dissonant whispers on this motherfucker. Go for it. Best watch out. Heed my word, mister. I can take you out with just a dissonant whisper. Uh, is that a save throw, or? It is a wisdom save of 14. He rolled a 3. Ooh. All right, you whisper a discordant melody that only one creature in your choice within range can hear. Uh, on a failed save, 3d6 psychic damage. It must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far away as its speed allows from you. All right, it's going to move back into the room 30 feet. And what are you whispering in his ear? Uh, you. You might be able to take some people, but you'll never be able to take my friends. They're too strong-willed. And you are too weak-willed, as we've just seen. Uh, and that is going to be eight uh, psychic damage. Ooh, okay. All right, uh, and then we're going to jump back up. William, that's your turn. Or oh, I'm sorry, no, Professor, your turn. Fuck you. I wasn't strong enough last time, but I'm strong enough this time, and I'm going to fucking charge at him. Okay. Uh, you, he had to run away, so he is still very far away from you. So even with a dash action, you're not going to be able to reach him. Okay, um, I'm still going to do the dash action, though, in hopes that I can still get at least fucking close enough to him. Yep. Cool. Okay, uh, and then, Billiam, your turn. Uh, I'm going to get as close as I can again, and I'm going to burn my last second level spell slot on another nuke against this particular motherfucker. <laughs> fucking go for it. <laughs> That's an out one. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, 
you prepare to fire? Were you aiming chromatic orb again? Yeah. <laughs> On a nat one, I am going to have you roll your wild magic table twice because you have failed so poorly. That's fair. So I need you to roll the first time. 14 passes. Okay. That ended up at one. So I'm at eight right now. Go again. 16, but I'm at nine. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, that is going to jump back down to its turn. It has run far away and there isn't much it can do. So it is going to hold its action this turn in hopes that somebody gets close enough. All right. Um, that is back up to Seamus again. Uh, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to use my last second level spell uh, to give a healing word to the professor. It's all right. It's all right. He can't hurt you anymore. He should be afraid of you. That's 8 HP. Uh, and then I'm going to give a, a bonus action, um, Bardic Inspiration, to the professor as well. Uh, you get plus 1d6 uh, to your next roll. Perfect. Okay. Um, that is going to be Professor's turn. So, and if I use 30 movement, am I still, am I close enough to hit him yet? If you use 30 movement, you are at him. Perfect. So, um, I am going to, uh, do what I usually do. Rage, uh, great weapons master and reckless attack. Okay. Um, as you get close enough to him, his held action is going to start Mm -hmm. and you see that he transforms into you. Ah, shit. Go ahead and attack. Okay. Professor, I learned this trick. It's not actually you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm helping. Does a 12 hit? No. Ah, shit. Ah. Um, Okay, that is then going to be Billiam's turn. Alright, I, uh... I majorly fizzled last time. It looks like a uh, glob of magic was going to blow out of my face, but uh, didn't <laughs> let that happen. Um, I'm going to stay at this distance from it and cast Firebolt. Um, now, which one are you casting at? Because there are two images of the professor at you. Uh, um, I will let you roll a perception check with advantage to see if you can distinguish which one is it. All right, I'm going to give it a shot. It is a very low check because you were watching, but... Uh, with advantage would be a 13. Yep, no problem. You know which one this. Perfect. I'm going to cast Firebolt. Mm-hmm. Does a 15 hit? A 15 does hit. Nice. That's for 7 fire damage. Okay. That hurts. It doesn't like it. Alright, um, that is going to be its turn. Uh, since the professor is close enough, it is going to take two attacks against the professor. And both have advantage. It rolled two nat ones. I kid you not. Unfortunately, those were together, so it's going to miss one attack. Uh, Professor, does a twenty-two hit you? Yes. Uh, this is bludgeoning damage, though, so it is going to be half. Oh, you're not in a rage yet. Uh, I thought I did. Said- you rage? Yeah, she did okay, I'm sorry. Yep, yep, yep. You're good. Uh, so that is six damage, half to three. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, okay, and. That is going to be Seamus' turn again. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, am I um, within 60 feet? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, how does he look? He looks hurt. All right. I'm going to try and see if I can end this pretty decisively. I'm going to take my dagger, and I'm going to take it like a pirate and 
fling it. Try to see if I Same with you. Perception check with advantage to make sure that you're hitting the correct one. Okay. Seamus, one of them's not real. I don't know if you figured that out. Uh, 17 on the die. Yeah, you're fine. I'm real. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to uh, to truck that dagger. Go for it. Oh. A 10. That does not hit. Oh, no. All right. Uh, billion. What do you got for me? Uh, I'm going to actually move 30 feet closer. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's just kidding. It's the professor's turn. Ah. I don't want to take her turn. No. I'm going to do my usual. Um and try and hit him. Go for I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I don't need to roll a perception check of who to hit. No. <laughs> okay. Is it me? It is, it is me. Am, am I the I baddie? <laughs> Are we the baddies? <laughs> it is you. <laughs> does a 17 hit? That does hit. Focus. So it's gonna be 15, 17 damage. Kill yourself. Oh, that's weird. Oh, 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 um, oh no. I don't, um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what do you feel? I think I'm gonna go straight for the heart because it's a cold, heartless asshole. Um, who makes me doubt myself, so I'm going to try and just, like, put my axe straight in where my heart would be. Perfect. You raise your axe up, and you bring it down, and you hit him square in the chest as the axe digs in and leaves a large gash. The minute you hit it and it dies, you see it reverts back to its normal-looking self, and its blue body crumples onto the ground. It twitches for a moment, kind of does this weird almost like matrix shifting where it looks like it's trying to change shape again before all of the life fades out of it and it's dead oh all right i really think we need to reevaluate and take a little bit of a break i agree i desperately could use a long rest oh I'm uh, I'm doing all right. Although I was trapped in a room Fuck for a little bit. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. William, uh, you're uh, you're doing better than the rest of us. I okay, think so. you know, yeah, we we definitely take a rest. I'll I'll make oatmeal for everyone uh, with no nutmeg. It's a oh, it's a cheap oatmeal. trick to make it sound seem like it tastes good, mm-hmm. but you actually want it to have no flavor. Uh, you guys take a look around. This room does look pretty secured. I mean, minus the crypts, you've already killed everything in here. There's nothing else. It is a rather small room, and there's only one entrance. So if you guys want to take a long rest, you can take a long rest in this room. Yes, please. Okay. Thank I think you that's for, just the best idea. Thank you for saving me from the uh, from that little room. I wasn't sure if, uh, if you would uh, end up figuring that out or not. Uh, I appreciate well, it. Probably took us a little bit longer than it should have, but I'm glad you're back. Thank you. Professor, are you... All right. I mean, I've had better days. I think it's safe to say we've all had better days. Yeah. I, for one, would love to take, um, go to sleep and let this day be over. Yeah, I th- let's um, let's head back in there and take a bit of a rest. I pull uh, three pillows from my fanny pack, but they're one of those camping pillows that have, like, absolutely nothing in them, and they look fluffy, but then when you land them, they're not comfortable, but I'm still very proud of myself for bringing them. Absolutely flat. Yeah. Mm, Perfect. You guys move all the bones away. You set up camp. You lay down. I assume somebody's going to watch the door. 
Yeah, Billiam, because he's the one in best health. <laughs> I'll, uh, if, if, if we have to split it, I'll take the second. Sure. Uh, hmm. Billiam will take the first watch. And Billiam, roll me a perception check. Nine. You don't hear anything. You do, however, feel a little bit of a cold sensation. The leader gets into the night. Hmm. I want Seamus to roll me a perception check. At disadvantage, because you're sleeping. That is a natural one. You hear nothing. Professor. Yes. You're deep in a slumber. And you hear a gentle whispering in your ear. Ah, shit. Sandy. You know I don't want to do this to you. And you know that you meant the world to me. But you killed me, and I made a deal. And I can't get in. I can't get back in and into a better place if I don't do this. And I'm not spending eternity in Shadowfell again. I won't go back there. I was already there for the things that I've done in my life, and I won't do it again. Professor, you feel a sharp pain. You eyes flutter open, and there is a dagger in your chest. You see Borba standing above you with a sword pointed down toward your neck, ready to shove it in. And that's where we'll end our session. Sweet motherfucking Christ. What? Oh my god, I... I can't. Oh my god. My rolls weren't good enough. What? Y'all are letting me die? Doppelganger's billion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> he can save you. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. I don't... Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to Session 5. Um... We hope that you enjoyed some of our stuff here. Uh, if you guys haven't already noticed, we play the D&D rules, but we like to change the creatures up and stuff. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, that's not how doppelgangers work. Well, it is here. Yeah. 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 It's D&D asterisks. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're really happy that you guys are coming along on this journey with us. Uh, and we can't wait to see you guys next week. You can find us over on Facebook at Dyson20. That's D-I-C-E-O-N-2-0. We're also on Instagram, and you can send us a voice message with any comments, suggestions, concerns, whatever you feel like, over on the Anchor app. All right. Can't wait to see you guys next time. Thank you, guys. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Bye.